What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus Alova here with another episode of Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind. And this is a safe space for you to come and learn how to express your full passion and purpose with ease and efficiency. And today we are talking about editing. We're talking about self-editing and we're talking about editing your matcha when it does not come out good because that's a thing and one thing that I've learned from the community of you amazing wolves and thank you again for all your comments and rating and sharing and DMing I really do appreciate being able to uh, talk to you all is that you guys are having really bad experiences with matcha so we spoke about last week how to fix that when you are going out for matcha right when you're going to like a cafe or something so I want to talk about how to fix it when you are making it at home And maybe you're new to the process. I know that when I was new to the process, I had three things that I would do to help make my matcha better. And I realized that I was editing my matcha recipe, right? Because I was following it to a T and it still sucked. And I was like, look, the benefits of matcha are too amazing for me to, you know, have a bad experience with it. And that's really important. You know, it's not just about the amazing health benefits that come with matcha. It's also about the experience that you're having with it. There's something so beautiful about waking up in the morning you know, and making this warm drink or cold in the summertime uh, drink and just savoring each sip because it tastes so good and you know that it's healing and nourishing your body as opposed to gulping it down because it tastes disgusting, which you also know that these benefits is popping and you're not about to miss out. So I'm going to give you three techniques and tips that I've utilized when I've messed up my matcha recipe at home in hopes that it helps you to have a more better experience and to tap into your creativity a bit more. So the first thing I do... Um, One of the techniques that I use when I'm editing my matcha recipe at home is I add hot chocolate to it. Yep, especially now when it's uh, in the wintertime and seasonal depression kind of hits, I will add hot chocolate. I'll add a packet of it, mix it together, heat it up, and sip on it. And not only am I getting those amazing benefits of matcha, like the even distribution of caffeine to the body, the elthening for a clear and focused mind, you know, and just the detoxing that comes with it, I'm also getting my childhood memories of hot chocolate and all the beauty and warmth that it brings me and um it leads for an amazing experience for a great tasting matcha and for an overall great start to my day so that's one way that i will edit my matcha second way is by adding some turmeric you guys know i love to make me a turmeric matcha latte okay Turmeric has amazing health benefits because it does help for anyone who's suffering from inflammation. It does decrease your inflammation in the body. So I do make turmeric matcha lattes often, but this happened because I had messed up a matcha recipe one day and turmeric was lying around. I'm like, wait a minute, let me see. You know, I love golden milk, which is turmeric and milk. Um, I use, of course, cashew milk or oat milk. Um, I don't use regular milk. And I mixed the golden milk together along with my matcha that was awful, (laughs) blended it together, and it was amazing. It was really yummy. So if you're not into chocolate, maybe you're into turmeric. Either way, it's a good mix, and you will have amazing health benefits and a great experience because, again, if you guys have not tried golden milk, please go try that as well. It's super yummy and very beneficial for the body. And then, of course, add some matcha because matcha is life. The last thing that I do is sometimes it just needs a little bit more milk or a little bit more sweetener. And that can be raw honey, agave, it could be brown sugar, whatever is your flavor, mix it together. And sometimes that's really all that it needs. And of course, I add cinnamon on top to any of these three techniques. Cinnamon goes on everything. Sometimes you just need a little bit of cinnamon in your life and it's okay. 
So I really want to give you guys this because, again, it's about the experience. And to remind you guys that in 2019, which is around the corner, starting in March, we'll be having matcha meetups every other month where we will be in a dope Airbnb in the city. And I will teach you my matcha recipes and we'll just learn about matcha in person together. Um... It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. You guys have no idea how excited I am to be able to meet up with you all in person and just sip on matcha, um, show you guys how to make matcha recipes. We'll go over CBD matcha recipes, uh, turmeric matcha recipes, beauty matcha recipes. Like I'm giving you all the goods in person so that way you know how to make it via muscle memory or video, whatever one you decide to use. So that is how I edit my matcha, but now I want to get into self-editing because this has been a game changer in my life. When it comes to me elevating myself and just becoming more self-aware, I realized how much I've had to edit myself. And when I say edit, I don't mean criticize myself or say, oh my God, Lotus, you could have done better with that. No, I'm talking about when I know I should be doing better and then it kind of slips out or I think it and then in that moment I stop that thought or stop what I'm saying and edit myself the same way you would if you're typing up an email and you write the wrong thing what do you do do you continue writing everything out no you stop right there you delete it right and then you add what you really meant to say so I want us to start practicing that in our everyday life because it makes it a lot easier for you to retain new information um, and to tap into your spirituality when you're able to instantly remove the junk in your life, right? And a lot of that comes through with our language. A lot of times we don't realize how awful we speak to ourselves or about our situations. And, you know, you're always speaking life over your life. You're always casting a spell, especially if you're into magic. Everything that you say is a spell, right? So if you sit there and say, today's going to be a shitty day, you have now casted that spell over your life and it will most likely manifest because you are powerful. Same thing happens when you are saying today's going to be a glorious day or an amazing day, you know, or when you're saying I am super intelligent, like you got to speak life over your life. So for me, I started doing self-editing um, a while ago. Oh my God, a few years ago. And it was really hard at first because at first it sounded like self-criticism. Where I was like, oh, why would you say that? You know that that's not what you're supposed to be saying. And then I had to also, again, edit and check myself like, mm, okay, that doesn't help. If you're making yourself feel bad about the bad words that you're using, it's not helpful at all. And... Sorry, guys, there's there's some honking going on outside. I don't really record this early in the morning, but I wanted to make sure you guys had an episode today, so here we are. <laughs> uh, so, I had to start editing with compassion. So I wanted to talk about that because it's super important to to let you guys know. Like, when you do decide to edit yourself... Um, And that means, again, stopping in the middle of something you're saying that could end up speaking poorly over your life and switching it to something that is more positive. You want to add a sense of compassion to there as well. So we're going to get into the CPR method that we use every episode, which is normally create, praise, and resonate so that you can have a three-step process in implementing um, self-editing into your life. The first one is... See, so instead of it being creating, I want you guys to cultivate a community that isn't afraid to check you. And um, I've been very lucky to have strong wolves in my life that will not hesitate to be like, uh, 
wait a minute, what did you just say? And I'm like, oh, oh, wait, I meant this. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and it could be, you can still be checked with love. And when you realize that you are doing this to better yourself, better your community, better your own life experience, you don't mind when you're being checked. It's not, it doesn't come from the ego anymore. It's more like, oh, wow, this person loves me so much that they're willing to help me on my journey um, into being a better person. So cultivate that community. Find people that do not mind doing that. And know that they're coming from a loving space, you know, especially in times when we're like just, you know, complaining and releasing all this negative energy out into the world because shit happens. You want to be able to have someone who's willing to listen and be like, okay, I've listened, you know, I've held space for you. And, you know, now we're going to just go over it and and put a positive space. A positive spin on this you know that there's always a silver lining and have them help you do that because sometimes it's hard to edit yourself um and you need help with doing that so cultivate a community that's willing to do that shout out my wolves like precious like charlie um who will never hesitate to be like wait a minute what did you mean and I'm like oh no that's not what I meant (laughs) my bad you know and then just fix it and keep it moving because the more that that happens the less you have to edit right and that leads us into our second one which is practicing and praising and it's about practicing right because again the more that you self-edit and you practice self-editing the better you get at it right and then the more um the less you need it actually so I find that now when I'm speaking I don't need to be as, I want to find the right word because I'm always very intentional with the words that I use. I don't want to say I don't want to be as intentional. Um, I don't know. All the words are like important. Like I'm definitely still aware. I'm definitely still intentional, but it's not for the the purpose of me making sure I don't say um, a low vibrating thing. Um, or speak out a low vibrating thing or think a low vibrating thing. Um, It's more about the intention and the awareness that's there with me has come from me practicing so much that I just really want to be, you know, as... um, as intentional as possible when I speak. And because I have that awareness, I do not need to edit myself as much as I did in the beginning. And it's an ongoing process. I'm not I see here we go. I'm editing myself right now on this podcast. This is awesome. So instead of me saying I am not um, at my highest point when it comes to self editing, I'm going to say that I am still learning how to be even better at self editing than I am in this moment. Um, because again, I don't want to speak negativity over my life. So me saying I am not does not help me <laughs> at all in being a better person. Uh, Every time that you're speaking negatively to yourself, whether you're saying I am not or I do not have or I hate or why me or, you know, allowing victimhood into your life, things like that, you are just rewiring your brain to accept that as your norm and you don't want to do that. That's why self-editing is crucial because it allows you to talk to your brain and be like, hey, we don't want this in our life. So let's cut this thought right here. You know, there's a saying called erase, erase, replace. So you erase that word, erase that thought, and then replace it with what really matters and what's going to allow you to be your best self. And that's a bonus tip in there. So then you definitely want to do that. You want to practice self-editing as much as possible so that you get better at it. Also, you want to praise yourself. So when you are able to witness that you were able to self-edit, congratulate yourself, you know? 
definitely do that. And I'm I'm working on that as we speak. So it used to be that when I would edit myself or have someone edit me, I'd be like, oh my goodness, I'm sorry, right? Now I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, I found it. You know, like I get excited about like, yes, okay, I'm more aware that I need to edit myself in this moment. And I praise myself for that, right? Because you want positive reinforcement when we are shifting um, and rewiring our brain and our lifestyle. We don't want it to be where there's this sense of guilt and shame, right? And then that's your motivating force because you don't want to be apologetic about um, becoming a better person, you know? So definitely praise yourself when you're seeing that. And if you have that community or you're a part of a community that's helping to check someone, praise them when they get it right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, wow, I love how you use that, you know, that choice of words. That was amazing. Like, reinforce them as well. It's so important to praise through this entire process because, again, praise is gratitude infused with joy. And when you have those two things in your foundation, as you're doing anything in life, you will always be able to see that silver lining. You will always have a fantastic full experience and that's really what we're all striving for the last thing you want to do is resonate in your truth understand that one you are human so you are going to make tons of mistakes and that's completely okay the main thing is that you continue to practice that you continue to praise that you continue to cultivate a community that is going to honor you in your journey and allow you to be your best self And that is your actual truth and resonate in that because a lot of times when you are beginning a journey of self-editing, you really might start to beat yourself up. Like criticism is so easy to come in there and I want you to replace that criticism with compassion. And the only way you can do that is by understanding your truth, by resonating with it, by sitting with it, by allowing your truth to just be in your bones and in your DNA. So when those moments come up, instead of you being like, oh, you could have done better, you can give yourself a loving, you know what, you did your best in this moment with what you had. And that's all that you could do. And the next time, you'll be even better. You know, it's still saying the same exact thing, but one is a positive reinforcement that allows you to have expansion and growth in your life. The other one makes you feel like shit and continues to have that cycle of shame and guilt um, weave through your life. And you really don't want to have that in your life. You know what I mean? Especially when you're on this journey of just becoming a more well-rounded person. You really want to make sure that you're able to have this type of awareness and you deserve this type of awareness in your life so i really want to share that with you because self-editing is amazing i love it if you guys want more details on self-editing let me know i can definitely add that to a blog post on lobaland.com um yeah i just i'm really excited (laughs) i love self-editing you have no idea because language is so powerful it's so magical and the more that we are aware the better that we become So again, you want to cultivate a healthy community that is not afraid to check you. You want to practice and praise and you want to resonate in your truth. And when you do that, magic will happen for you. Well-deserved magic. Okay. so this week's matcha mantra is I am aware in all that I say and think again. I am aware in all that I say and think because you are. And you're cultivating that awareness every single day. And you now have this tool of self-editing to be able to implement it more in your life. You know, to really make it a part of your foundation. And let me know how your experience goes with self-editing. Like, what happens? What comes up when you do it? Is it still a sense of criticism? Are you adding more compassion? How are you adding more compassion? Do you have your community? Do you need a community? Um, Just a heads up, in February, we will be launching an online community on Patreon for my wolves out there so that you can have this community of people who 
are lovingly being able to check in on you, teach you compassion, and you guys get to learn together alongside me, and it's going to be so good. But we'll we'll get more into that um, in later episodes. But just you know, if you need it, DM a sister. You know, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Lobaland. Uh, of course you are subscribed to this podcast and you are sharing this podcast and you are rating five stars so that we can make Loba Land one of the top podcasts in health and wellness. You know, it's all about bringing our lost wolves home. And yeah, I just, I'm really excited for you. I'm excited for me. Let's, this is going to be an amazing week. You know, whatever is happening this week, it is divinely led and we are going to make the best of it. We're going to make the most of it. We're going to allow it to uplift us and bring us to um, a higher vibration. And I say that not only for you, but for myself, because last week was a little difficult. But this week was, is going to be fantastic. I, I feel it in my bones. I feel that anything that we experience collectively or individually is going to help us grow and to be our best self and you know you really can't ask for more than that i hope you have an amazing week and i will speak to you soon wolf bye